Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Samuelet64 and welcome to the Robocast. After many, many months, we are finally back. I'm joined alongside... And as 9132 the Rewards Guru. And Steve the American Killjoy. Gentlemen, it's well, a, a, it's a, so good to hear your voices again. It's been yeah, far it's too long. Yeah, let me stroke my beard for how long it's been. <laughs> it's I mean, insane. We, we, in fairness, you know, we have had several things happen between last time. I mean, the last time we did an episode was the Bugglebots final. Yeah. Yes. Um, in between then, I moved house. Um, mm-hmm. Me and Anderson went to an event. Uh, Steve, you had an event as well, didn't you? Yeah, I I went to uh, what was it I, was that back when I went to Battle Beach? Was it that long ago? Yeah, Gen- um, it was like January. Gee. Yeah, yeah, January, wow, yeah. holy crap! Yeah, and, and obviously <laughs> other things that we can't talk about, otherwise we get taken off of YouTube. Happened as well, so uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, the world's kind of a strange place right now, and uh, as a result, there is no uh, no BattleBots season five yet on uh, on Discovery, which is big sad, but um. Mm-hmm. In this, you know, unprecedented time, we must do what many other uh, sports around the world have done and uh, look to the past. Um, mm-hmm. And we're looking at a specific episode from um, from around 2000. Um, yeah. Robot Wars, the first world championship, um, which first came to our... Well, it didn't come to our screens. It came to VHS tape. <laughs> do you remember yeah. them? Yeah. In 2000, um, I had this video. I think my mum got it from WH Smith's back in the day. Um, I don't know about you guys. When, when, when did you guys first see this episode of Robot Wars? I, I, I got it on VHS myself. It was a surprise for me. Uh, I remember it was uh, one of those those things I used to get pocket money. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, instead of giving me pocket money this one week, they instead gave me this VHS tape. And of course, little six-year-old Anderson's head blew up at this point. Because obviously this was just, just before. This, literally, I'll tell you when I got it, actually. I got it just before Heat P of Series 3 was released. So, of course, it was very much a... Well, I've got, got this great VHS tape, and Heat P's uploaded. Oh, God. I have... <laughs> I have um, the Robot Wars wiki in front of me. Apparently, it um, originally was released between Heat M and O. So you actually got uh, it not long after it came out. Yes, yeah. I, 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 the reason why I know that is because I remember looking on the back of the box and seeing Deator and saying, hey, that's the robot that I just saw in last week's episode. That's why I remember it. Ah. Um, and uh, Steve, obviously, a big American, might have been a bit difficult to watch it that early on. but um... Right, yeah. So I lived up north and our local PBS public broadcasting station, WHYY in Philadelphia, uh, it they, they broadcasted both episodes of Series 2 and Series 3 when it started releasing uh we got it a little later obviously because they had to get the licensing or whatever that whatever that entails uh but i actually never saw this world champ this first world championship until it was uploaded to youtube i actually i might have missed the episode it's very possible i mean the amount of times we probably missed episodes with taping them I, that that happened all the time i'm sure but i remember a lot of the robots from this episode because we i did see the international special uh so that was uh the oh one the it was international like, league that, yeah the that international league the one that, yeah, the, the one that was like a like a, a a football league kind of setup, and that was it was odd. Yeah, amazing um, that they you know in twenty years time they'd actually base you know two entire series off of that format. It's... Yeah, how about that? <laughs> wow, how, how strange, huh? Um, yeah, so I didn't see it until YouTube, but uh, there's there there's, there's a lot of interesting robots in here from uh, both uh, going on to to future and uh, I guess a lot of teams that we'd go on to know more about in the future, especially in. Uh, other series that uh, Robot Wars would split off into when we got to the new arena. 
uh, after this set uh, was uh, was scrapped, and then they started kind of evolving it for series four and five, and then from from there, obviously, there's there's teams that obviously went on to do a lot better than what they did here. But we'll get to that. We absolutely will. Um, I suppose at this point we should probably just crack on with things. Really, obviously. So back in the day, it was very different. You know, you had you know the obviously the old arena it is you know you look at it now you just kind of think oh my god this looks looks so unsafe <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh my god it just gives me anxiety looking at it but you know for the time you know i suppose there wasn't much in the way of like you know particularly dangerous machines i mean there was no. we'll, we'll get to one later which aside obviously... from the one <laughs> yes we'll, we'll get to that later we'll get to that later but um maybe, we... maybe that, i guess you could argue as well but, yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway we'll we'll crack on anyway with um the first fight of the first world championship which uh, is between deator and depoposaurus rex mm-hmm. um we'll start with deator obviously uh looks incredible it's just it just yeah. like you, this is just something straight out of like classic robot wars obviously very famous competitors for many reasons but it, it, it just it just screams classic robot wars to you doesn't it it just there's just so much going on it's wonderful it's yeah. glorious it, it, it does because it it's like for example you would never see a spring-powered lifter anymore at least not in a heavyweight anyway uh, you would never see a robot cover itself in fur anymore. You would never see... I mean, yeah, boggle eyes, I guess you would see these days. I mean, but it just... It's, it is very classic looking. Yeah, I mean, you know, just the whole way it looks, it, it, it just... It, it's very... I don't know how to describe it. Like, I, I always want to say camp. <laughs> like that, like the whole the whole show in, in general like it, it is... I don't know how to describe it, but like that's the only way I can think of putting it. it it's just It's just so wonderful to look at it's got a, you know a massive shit-eating grin on the front of it <laughs> you know I, I absolutely love it i absolutely love it this, um this it's, it's definitely a robot that was made at a time when it was considered more of a spectacle than a sport yes mm-hmm. this, at this point it's very much a tv show isn't it pure entertainment before yeah. combat well, which is, I mean, which is you great could, you, know. you could ask certain teams that question and get different answers but yeah I... <laughs> um, obviously this this team was um Entered the first two series of Robot Wars with uh, Nemesis and brought Deator across for um, Series 3. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine this uh, World Championship was filmed after the Third Wars because yeah. obviously we know the problems that Deator had in the Third yeah. Wars. For those, for those that don't know... Freaking import problems. Yeah. <laughs> so, they, so obviously the, the team representing the Republic of Ireland, so they yeah. had to catch a ferry from Dublin <laughs> over to the UK... Yeah. And the customs, because obviously, to be fair, I can understand completely why, because, you know, you look at all the wires and like, you know, electrical components and you think that's a bomb. So yeah. the component, so they had to strip the whole machine yeah. apart, bring it to the studios and then reassemble it all in record time. And, you know, amazingly, they managed to do it in time, probably with a little bit of, you know, jiggery pokery for the producers. But, I, you know, it's obviously a lot more complete here. and It just looks very smooth and the weapons working and that kind of thing. So another way, I think another way you can tell as well is that they started running out of fur. Yes, <laughs> I was yeah. about to say this. We'll, we'll, there's a running theme in this episode, which we will get to. Um, but uh, the, the, the longer the longer the episode goes on, the less fur Deator has. <laughs> <laughs> till, till the last fight, where there's just there's just practically nothing left. It's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's reasonable to assume that this was toward the end of series. Yeah, three. yeah. they're yeah. running out of if they're running out of couch fur. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. What do you guys, you know, think of Deator as a, as a competitive entry? I mean, it, it, there's certainly worse out there. It's not the worst machine yeah. in the field, which is oh, yeah, 
I, I think, like we said, I mean, the fact that it was able to get it back and up and running and make a heat final against two... I mean, again, I mean, Steel Avenger and Sting at the time, they weren't terrible robots for Series 3. Mm-hmm. So for Series 3 standards, it's a very solid robot indeed. And yeah, I, I don't like it when people turn around and say, oh, it's just a joke robot. And it's just... Because it's not just a joke robot. It's a series... It, 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 it's a fun machine, but it is still serious and has mm-hmm. proven itself. I think what... What um, stands out for Nemesis is, uh, not Nemesis, Nemesis and D at all, it was the fact that they just had a habit of not breaking down. Mm-hmm. And I think this, you know, this this era of robot combat, you know, it was all very much, you know, trying things out, seeing what worked. Mm-hmm. Because it was so you reliable. People, you had a lot of people building their own electronics, you know. Yeah, was, I, I think pretty much everyone did. Art, you know, yeah. like, it, it, it's, it's, very, it's a testament to build quality that anything could run for as long as it as it did in the series. Yeah, that, and that, D at all. Theatre definitely had a habit of just not breaking down, and I think that served it very well when things around it just didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's apparent in this fight, uh, Depopasaurus Rex, for a first yeah. attempt from Belgium, I think it was the first attempt from Belgium, I'm sure someone out there can correct me if I'm wrong. Pretty certain. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a solid machine. Yeah, it's it, really competent. Yeah, it, it looks, I mean, it, it's got quite a nice low front, you know, actuated front, you know, a bit sluggish, Everything uses wheelchair motors in this era, so it's probably not going to be the fastest anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, it, it looks the part. It has, you know, the, the shape is, you know, roll over, so it can, if it can get flipped, it can generally, most times, roll back on its wheels. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a solid machine, you know. Again, not going to set the world alight, but a good, you know, base level entry, you know, into yeah. into robots. It's a country mile long. I mean, that's, not, that's not <laughs> it's nearly two meters long. It is nearly yeah. two meters long. It's huge. And, and fair play to the team as well, because it was their first ever build. And instead of building something generic and obvious, they built something that looked interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, obviously, um, the, the team actually did come back later on with another robot, uh, Philippa 2, which mm-hmm. had a, oh. a lot more a lot more success mm-hmm. than the Poposaurus. But, you know, for, for the, you know, for the, for the time, again... It had two fights in its career, I think, to Poposaurus, and mm-hmm. it lasted to five minutes in one fight, and then the other fight, it, I think it carried on working, I think it flipped over, I th- if I remember correctly. Comment, warriors. <laughs> you yeah. can do it. Yeah, comments, <laughs> let us know. Um, <laughs> this fight was, you know, you know, Deator was fairly dominant throughout. I mean, there was a little scare towards the end of Deator with... Um, getting close to the, you know, trying to get to Poposaurus in the pit, and they just start getting picked up, picked up, picked up, and they're like, oh, damn, are they going to get flipped over? <laughs> and it was really close, and I think, you know, had they got them over, that would the decision would have gone the other way. Definitely. And their ass caught. Don't forget that. That's <laughs> yeah, very yes. important. Right? So, uh, Sergeant Bash and Deator, an eternal love affair. A romance better than Twilight, for sure. <laughs> but um, to be fair, again, for for a fight between essentially a robot that is considered a joke machine and yeah. a, and a first ever attempt from Belgium or potentially first ever attempt from Belgium, very nail biting finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Consi- considering you know at this point this is Deator's now third series, and you know they have three years of building experience, and this is pretty much I think Depopasaurus Rex's first outing. You've got to give yeah. them credit, you know, the fact that they lasted five minutes in a fight with, a, you know, a veteran of the the series, it, it, they did mm-hmm. well. And I think, you know, they deserve a um, a pat on the back for that. It went in Deator's favour in the end, I think, purely because when they did flip to Poposaurus Rex over, it did go over. Mm-hmm. But it, it could have easily gone the other way. Easily. Definitely, yeah. And fair play to them as well for managing to use their lift at just the right time to stop Deator from pushing them in the pit. Yeah. I think, I think the Poposaurus is mainly to power to then do anything with it once it had it in the air. 
Yeah, they couldn't drive forward, could they? They just couldn't drive forward at all. If they could drive forwards, they, they would have had that fight, in my opinion, because there's no way Diotel wasn't going over. And I'm pretty certain this version couldn't self-right, hence why it lost to Firestorm. So, yeah. It, which is a shame. I mean, don't get me wrong, it, it, it's, it's pretty cool in the fact that Diotel went through because everyone loves a bit of Diotel. But it would have been nice to have a robot that wasn't so close to the UK going through. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. And I think, um, yeah, credit to them for, for that. So Diotel go through. Uh, the second fight... Weldor and Prometheus. Can you call it a fight? <laughs> yeah. Well, so we'll start with we'll start with Prometheus. Yeah. Um, so a US machine. Yeah. Not particularly a, a, an original Robot Wars US machine. Like this yeah. thing's been around for long. <laughs> like yeah. This is two thousand. This thing is ancient at this point. Yeah. So kind of shows. Yeah. So, so <laughs> considering you know as you know this, I think this was probably filmed ninety nine ish. I think is you know that kind yeah of, that yeah kind of... yeah yeah so but you know this robot is probably at this point considering Robot Wars in the US would have finished in ninety six ninety seven. It's a good, That's a good question. Yeah, it's think, a good two or three years. Ninety four as well. So if it was yeah. around from then, it would have been quite a lot. Yeah, it's it's, it's at least two or three years old at this point, and it, you know it, you know very fast. You know the the you know the petrol engine inside it. Yeah, you know, clearly still working very well until it didn't. Um, <laughs> it, had big, it had big, long barrel wheels, which was an interesting design choice. Had really interesting yeah. choice. <laughs> I mean, it certainly had the grunt. It just and you know, it made a great noise as it was zipping around the arena as well. It was you know lovely to listen to. Um, it's just a shame that it didn't really get a chance against Weld. Weldor, you know, with those lifting forks. Very well driven in the end by um Fellow Blundy. And yeah. you know, they they you didn't have to do much, it got stuck in forward drive. <laughs> oh, yeah. You say that, but I've actually heard that it couldn't reverse. It had no reverse gear. I don't know if that's true or not, but I have heard mm-hmm. that Prometheus had no reverse gear. Yeah, well. Which is a bit of a design flaw if that is the case. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not sure to be honest. But yeah, you're right. I think literally in the first impact they got stuck in forward drive, didn't they? Because as soon as they separated, it just went flying. Yeah. I mean, they, they did. They did um, uh, do a bit of a Jesus Christ and you know walk across Go the pit of oblivion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how on earth it didn't fall in. To be fair, it is a big robot, Prometheus. Mm-hmm. Could you know? Would it have fit, fit in the pit? I mean, you know, it's a big, I... it's a big boy. <laughs> Depending on angle, probably, but only just. See, the thing is, it's, it's, it's again, it also, it also suffers from classic robot syndrome. That it's very big, but if you look at it in the international league, you see the inside. There's nothing in there. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of frame, and that's about it. <laughs> there's nothing else going on. Which you know, it's it's definitely a robot of its time. Um, yeah. It looks very space age, like early, early space age. Like, oh, like look how sleek and smooth the sides are. Yes, you and know? The, LED, the pointless LED light as well. <laughs> yeah. to... Pointless, get it, out of here. <laughs> it, looks like, it looks like a sort of like spaceship from a 1950s sci-fi film almost because of mm-hmm. that LED strip on the front. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Weldor these days, of course, owned by our yeah. good friend, uh, Anthony Murney. Uh, yeah. You know, he's he's got that machine up in up in Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. A decent machine. Again, you know, not a a world beater in this series, but no. like, there are worse machines out there. And, you know, if, yeah. if, I, if I remember correctly back to its heat in Series 3, it had a horrible heat because every robot yeah. in that heat was really good. It was King Buxton, yes. 101, Centurion, Excalibur. Yeah. It's interesting that they Eric. threw it in the same heat of Centurion and how similar they, they look. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, way, the way I look at that heat is that every single robot in it, may I ask, was a potential heat <laughs> Yeah, 
Yeah, pretty much. Two of them, I think, could have been semi-finalists as well. So I think Weldor has to be included in that. I mean, you know. Oh, definitely. With with the forks, not so much the axe, but the forks were a very good weapon. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they were very low to the ground. And, you know, obviously we got to see a bit more of their effectiveness later on. But in in this fight, they're picking up Prometheus, they're dragging them around. Or maybe it was Prometheus driving with that, you know, insanely powerful engine relative to Weldor was driving it around. Mm -hmm. But it was... Weldor was always in control of this fight and I think you know mm-hmm. well driven did a good job and I think in the end deserved winners when Prometheus just kind of conked out really yeah. <laughs> well they've fair played to Prometheus they did manage to cause damage to the top of shunt they did the whole kind yeah. of fi- fiberglass top just kind of fell off didn't it really yeah <laughs> um anything more to add to this fight I mean it was it was pretty short and sweet wasn't it yeah. it was short sweet and a good dominant display yeah yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It was, it was a little crazy all over the place, but that's what we love, so. Yeah, absolutely. Fight three uh, was between yeah. All Talk from Scotland and Razor from England. Uh, we'll go with All Talk first, because it's probably a little bit less to talk about, because uh, with, yeah. with respect to the All Talk team, Razor have pedig- have a lot of pedigree. What have a, a terrible draw for a cool robot. Like, I, I love All Talk. It's, I, I love its speed, man. It's just... It's it, so it, fast. It, yeah. In this era where you had robots, like we were just talking about, where it was wheelchair motors, you know, like, oh, they're just going to putter around. This thing is on a whole nother level and facing anything other than the the the, 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 the deadly bird of the, the, the predator, basically, of, of, of the original run of the show. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just a shame because I, I really like this design. It's sleek. It's competent. It's got a lot going for it. And just it looks cool as well. It's got that really nice plow and spikes at yeah. the front. Um, yeah. It was the end of its day because it was a dangerous weaponry uh-huh. and it was an invertible four-wheel drive machine that had a lot of good pushing power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, the problem was, and, you know, unfortunately, it's just the way it goes, unfortunately, it was the perfect shape for Razor to get a hold of. I, w- I do, obviously, we know classic Robot Wars is mired with, you know, producer interference, that sort of thing. I'm not, for one minute, suggesting that Razor, you know, was ever going to struggle with a lot of the competitors in this championship. But mm-hmm. I do wonder, you know, given that Razor did have a relatively poor performance in Series 3, whether, mm-hmm. you know, the producers were like, okay, we want to show Razor off here. This is the most, you know, probably the best looking machine in the entire field, let's be honest here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we want to see them, you know, dominating this, you know, yeah, again, a solid mid-tier machine in all talk. Yeah, maybe, and it's the perfect shape for it. You know, Ray's could just clamp down on it all day long, and that's so what they did. Well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it, 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 Razor was in complete control of this fight. It was wonderful to yeah. watch. I will say this about all talk. I wish they decorated it this way for the um, actual competition as well, because I yeah. love, I love the big Scottish flag on the top of it. I think that looks beautiful. It's really yeah. cool, isn't it? It's really cool, and you know, obviously, in the, in the main series, it was just grey, and I can't, it, it was it was a not bland, but like it, it was missing something. And like when I yeah. I watched this episode before I watched um, its heat in series three, so I was kind of like, "Where's the Scottish flag?" <laughs> when I was watching it, <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, it was just it was an incredible display of dominance from Razor. Um, you know. I think they, they they did mention at the start, you know, oh, it's it's got some stainless steel armor on it, and you know, Razor just said absolutely not to that, didn't they? So it's straight yeah. through. It. <laughs> I mean, it's in, it's only taking a little bit at first. It only it put a few little tiny holes in, and then thought sod this, and just went straight for it. Yeah. But, mm. I'm, I'm going to say something that shocked the gentleman now because you know me for quite a long time, both of you. 
Um, I'm actually slowly warming back up to Raid again because I've rewatched a lot of its fights recently. And whilst mm-hmm. I'm not going to go out my way and say that they're like the most amazing things ever because most of them aren't, I actually do quite enjoy this fight. <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to lie. It's one of my more favorite Razor Dominant fights because mm-hmm. All Talk at least gave it a go. Yeah. It wasn't just like some robots where it just went underneath it. Oh, that's it. Bye. Lol. Yeah. Three, three noms and it's over. It tried. Yeah. And yeah all Talk were fighting back. Absolutely. I, I, I think that's a testament to the way it was, the, the way it was driving. You know what I mean? Like it's with, with its drive power. Like I feel like a lot of robots that Razor gets, it just pulls its wheels off the ground and you're like, all oh, right, that's it. It's going to just carry it around and, and have its, have its fun. But this one, it really, it really, there's a lot of times where Razor is like crushing on all Torque and it's almost fully off the ground. Uh, Razor. Yeah, uh, so yeah. There's, there's, that, there's that iconic shot of them both going upwards in the air. And yeah, like, yeah. It, it was it was a cracking fight in general. Like you know, the credit to All Talk for you know keeping going and trying to, you know, at least make a fight of it. I think they probably knew they were a bit outmatched, but mm-hmm. again, credit to them. They just they it kept it going. If, yeah, full on Braveheart because of it. Yep, and uh, even even if even if Hamish got uh, got, <laughs> got set fire too, it's a shame. But yeah, oh, he's so beautiful. Bless it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh dear, yeah, and a, and a great fight as well from for both for both teams. Um, so Razor mm-hmm. going through alongside uh, Weldor and Deator. Our uh, fourth fight, mm, yeah. fight. It's very generous. Um, I, yeah, we almost I, we I, almost I, had I, the whole. Yeah. We almost had the whole ladder on the left side lose. Yeah, not quite. <laughs> not, not quite. Thank you very much. Um, the the fourth fight was between Mortis of England and Terra Australis. Um, I feel really bad for Terra Australis. Yeah. Um, the guys, you know, they, they've yeah, they've come from Australia with this machine, you know, and clearly it's just not having a good time, and they they. You know, Jonathan does mention to the fact that the clutch broke three days before they arrived. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we we've just discussed the problems that Deer Tort had. Yeah. It's not the you know, it's just going to be the same with you know Australians and jet lag and whatever else. And uh, it's a shame. It is a shame. Um, yeah. The thing the thing with Terror Australia as well is that it's technically the only official Australian robot to enter Robot Wars because the um, Bondi Titch was actually a loner bot. Yep. It was just some guy in Australia. Some kid in Australia won a competition, and he came over to, you know, fight for, for fight for Australia and did a terrible job. Bless him. But he <laughs> tried. <laughs> he did try. Um, yeah, it, yeah. Poor Terra Australis. Yeah. I'll say this much about it. I like the look of it, but I don't think the weaponry is designed very well. One, the spinner barely sticks out of the robot. Yeah. So it's barely going to hit anything. And two, it's got ramming spikes that the thing runs at three miles an hour. Yeah, on the back, so you'd have to be driving backwards, and all your controls are backwards. <laughs> yeah, so lining up a shot with spikes is already difficult. Yeah, although fair play to the team, they were well up for it. Bless them, they, they were. They yeah. really were interested, and they looked so gutted. Bless them when it didn't work. I felt yeah. I, you do. You, you look back now, and you think those poor sods. They, they did everything they could, and they still couldn't get it going. Bless them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, Mortis veterans from UK Wars One and Two, as they mentioned, and obviously Series Three. Um, it's a shame we didn't really get to see much of it in this championship. We'll get to why a bit later on um, mm-hmm. with their second fight. But, you know, the axe went straight through the front, which is something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the lifter peeled. Got, got, they got it in the gap with the saw. <laughs> yeah. How did they How did they do that? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So Mortis won. Yeah. yeah. Mortis always, with this fight, like I, I, I watch it back and 
I noticed this when they're running the the axe. It, it always seems like it's it's going like, huh, I'm gonna get you. Oh no, I, what? I, yeah. I do wonder and about that. Goes yeah. So, so, you look, so that was always a thing in series two as well. Like you look at the series one, and it like it it just looks like it's just not giving a shit and just going straight through the armor like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Series two and three, it always confused me. Like it, it, it's like it, it's. Oh, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about. It. I wonder if it, like that was a result of them breaking their weapon thing. Maybe. <laughs> it seems to be more, more in control of it, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see. I, mean, I, mean, the, I think the lifting guy was a lot more useful, particularly in, in the later series. With you know, it, was, it, was a, it was a very good addition. Yeah, and the, the fact that they managed to get it in weight as well is incredible, so credit to the team for that one. Yeah. And they beat, they beat Terror Australis. Um, yeah. And uh, if you thought that was a, <laughs> a short fight, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um, the next fight is between Beermoth of England uh, and Techno Lease Beermoth, uh, veterans from Series 2, which, look, which doesn't look anything like the Series 2 version. This was not a fight. This is Beermoth just absolutely <laughs> no pink. It's, it's more of a fight than the last one. It was. <laughs> they came into contact. It counts. <laughs> it's true. This, this, this was Techno Leaves Much to be Desired. It was just terrible. <laughs> it was just... It was just... It was like a series. It was like a series one or two fight where you're like, "Up, oh, it's flipped over. That's done." Like yep. you, this, this very much made me think of like uh, series two GBH versus Talos, where like they yes. just flipped it over and like that was it, done, cool. Well, thanks for coming. I mean, <laughs> I, I have to respect the the ruthlessness of Beermoth in this fight. Just like abs- <laughs> absolutely no mercy. Like, oh, should we flip him about a bit? No, let's just flee him. <laughs> it's just... It was the same as in series three, run shark attack on its side in three seconds. Yeah, general, you know, general, uh, general I mean, carnage upside down in three seconds. I think they, they, upside they, down in three seconds. <laughs> they they clearly wanted to win. I think that was it. They just weren't caring. They were just let's throw you around, let's get you over and done with. Techno at least tried to see, tried to right themselves with their little sore arm as well. They tried to stop themselves from being flipped over with it. It was, it was. I mean, it wasn't going to happen, was it? Um, obviously, no. te- techno least this is pre-razoring i think so that's at least something yeah. for them yeah. I'm, I'm pretty certain it was because there's no way in hell that that thing they managed to fix that no, that, that, that <laughs> was not that was not gonna buff out was it let's be honest here yeah. no. um, i'm kind of glad that they, they made the first ever dutch robot champion slice yeah 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 uh, it, it's amazing that i mean it kind of it kind of shows that you know experience does pay off because obviously you know they obviously had a bit of a head start over a lot of the dutch teams i'm sure your own could tell us a lot more Yes. Um, but like these guys obviously been to Robot Wars and they're like, oh, okay, so maybe we shouldn't send in a, a shiny chrome box with a with a saw. And obviously they ended up winning, didn't they? So it paid mm-hmm. off. It was it was over so quick. I mean, this was starting <laughs> to be when I watched this the first time. I'm like, all right, cool. So our average of fight time is like I don't know, like thirty seconds now because drop down. Yeah, I, 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 I did. I did like the first line of commentary from Jonathan Pierce, and it's just like, and their robot is shiny. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> thanks, cheers for that, JP. He said it though, didn't be fair. They did. They were, they were like, did you? They just and they just say, and we made it very shiny because beauty kills the beast. No, it doesn't, yeah. boys. And there's your proof. <laughs> I mean, I mean, paid that. Ask Trident that. No. <laughs> yeah. We all know that house robots don't like shiny robots. We all know it's true. Yeah, and, and that's one thing I was quite surprised at, that we didn't. I mean, so far we haven't really seen much house robot involvement. Like a the robot only thing, died, the only and thing... it's, it's been immediately called afterwards. Have you noticed? Do you know what? The only thing we've yeah. seen in terms of house robot action is at the end of the Depopasaurus Rex versus Deator fight. 
Dead Metal just books it across the arena for no reason. I have no idea why. I, like, and, just... oh, and Bash sets the tours fire, arse on fire. Yeah, other, other than that, that was that was pretty much it. Um, yeah. Next fight is a cracker, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, this is so set up to be good. And, you know, it's between Panic Attack, the Welsh entry, um, obviously Series 2 champions, and 101 Mike Franklin's uh, rebuilt machine from uh, RoboDoc and, you know, kind of refined robot, I'd say. Yeah, both very refined actually from the series two versions. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Um, it, it does hurt me watching Panic Attack go in the pit because mm-hmm. this version of Panic Attack was probably as much as the, the series two version one. I think yeah. it's very fair to say that Panic Attack in series two was not the best robot. No, um, no, it was it, it was like a cassette tape on wheels. Much yeah, like, 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 like if was, you if you plug Panic Attack into Griffin series two, you probably could hear something. Yeah, um, pretty much. <laughs> um, if you if you look at Panic Attack, like in series two, it's a decent machine, but it, it's it's well driven. I think that's the the key as to why they won. Mm-hmm. In series three, like it's it's a serious contender now. Like it's got those incredible lifting force. That can, like it just you know Kim's so good at driving, and he can just control yeah. the fight how he likes it. And I just thought that was going to be another case here with fighting one hundred and one. He just turns one hundred and one over. 101 stuck against the wall because it can't get... I think the aerial or the antenna is just stuck underneath it and it can't get out. Um, and, you know, I just think, oh, Panic Attack's going to pick it up and shove it down the pit. And what happens is quite amazing is Panic Attack picks it up. 101 spins its tracks, kind of like... Not too dissimilar to how Killy Cranky killed Razor in Series 8. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of picks up, spins the track and... It drags Panic Attack into the pit. I like, I like everyone. You know, Jonathan saying Panic Attack drove down the pit. I think 101 won that fight completely because it, the track was on the floor. I think it pulled it in. Mm-hmm. You you can see the one track. I just watched it back. Yeah, you can see the one track on the floor. Roll the whole both two robots around and just dump Panic Attack down the pit. Which and is you know such what a shame. Trying to do this is his tactic. This is his his. Oh, the pit's open here. Let me let me sumo lift my robot up. The other robot up and just drop it in the hole. That's which, which he, oh, you know, Panic Attack is just. I think the one that always sticks out to me is Ramstein, when he just picks up Ramstein yeah. and the World yes. Independence and just, and just gently nudges it down the pit. It's so beautiful, impressive. beautifully done. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it's Axor as well in the um, yeah. in the Axel, Mayhem in yeah. Extreme. I, I, I'm, I'm quite series four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, I, I think this is what he's trying to do. It, it just what I want somehow gets a track on the floor and pulls Panic Attack down the pit. Yeah. What I want to ask you two Uh-oh. is... <laughs> I'm not ready for a quiz, Sam. I wasn't no, no, ready. I didn't no, no. study. <laughs> How do you think Panic Attack would have done had it successfully beaten 101? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, right. Uh, semi-final. I, I, I'm yeah, I think I'd say that too. I think I, I don't. I don't mean to back off your to to jump off your uh, thing. What you like saying semi-final, but I I do agree that it probably is. Well, that, yeah, beat Weldor and lose to Razor. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think. Definitely. I mean, we never got to see Panic Attack fight Razor, which is a I think a travesty. That's my, a shame. You know, two two great that's, machines. That's um, one of the men, that's one of the many you know fantasy yeah, fights everyone wanted to see, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, um, two two great to the sport, two champions, of course, um, yeah. but. Yeah, I'm, I'm inclined to agree. I think Weldor would have struggled. I think Panic Attack would have just turned it over and won the fight, really. But I think it would have been very interesting to see how Razor and Panic Attack would have dealt with each other because Panic Attack's yeah. so low with those spikes and mm-hmm. Kim is such a good driver. It could have, it, that could have gone either way. That would have been spectacular to see, I'm sure. 
yeah. um, little little bit of a race to the floor where like it, 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 yeah. it, it it's all going to kind of depend on who gets under who first because yep. i feel like if uh with the way the panic attacks uh forks were designed i feel like it could have hooked into a lot of razors underbelly because i know we've seen we've seen razors underbelly enough times to to know it yeah uh, with the way that the panic attacks force are designed it, it, it's possible it could have hooked onto razor and maybe just ended it there you know it's I, 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 that's the thing there's too much unknown uh or i mean uh, ra- I, think, I, I think mean, it's a shame that we never got to see it happen that's it, for sure. i know it's too much hypothetical take nothing know? away from 101 in this fight you know it, you know i think for me 101 absolutely won the fight on merit yeah, um definitely so but sadly you know it, it did take away what could have been a spectacular you know tournament path for, for panic attack but no credit to what I want. They won the fight and they went through uh, to the quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. Our next fight is <laughs> is a special one, in my opinion. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. Chaos 2 from England and Kilohertz from yep. the Czech Republic, apparently. Yeah, they, they misspelled <laughs> Oxford. Hell of a I did like how Jonathan Pierce did say uh, the, the strenuous links to the Czech Republic. For yeah, kilo, yeah. For, it's for very confusing because I had seen Kilohertz before this. You see it on, I saw it on BattleBots 1 before I'd seen yes. uh, this this episode. So I'm like, all right, well, they call them Brits in BattleBots, but they call them Czechs here. So help. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that, I didn't notice this until like only a few years ago. They have the, you know, the antennas on the back of Kilohertz have the big Czech flags on it. It's great. Yeah. Just driving it around the arena. Um, it was... A very good fight. And, you know, you can tell George throughout is terrified of that axe. Mm -hmm. With good reason. You know, I think, you know, Kilohertz at this point is probably the best axe spot in the entire competition. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think that's fair to say. Um, And, you know, it showed when when Kilohertz got the chance, it went straight through Chaos 2's flipper like it was nothing. You know, it was both robots so quick as well. Kilohertz, you know, upwards of 15, 16 miles an hour and chaos two upwards of that as well mm-hmm. such a good fight between these two you know and this could have gone either way and you know yeah. chaos two could probably consider themselves very very lucky that they didn't end up losing this fight you know at the time you know they probably would have been massive favorites going in because as we said we kind of think this filled after series three so chaos two's just come off winning the championship you know Kilohertz went out in round one. <laughs> I know. It, 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 it's a, like, what could have been with Kilohertz? It's insane. Had he not draw, driven down the pit? I know. What, what could have been? Yeah. And, you know, this this fight is cracking. You know, it's just good driving from both of them. You know, Chaos who's trying to get a run up, trying to get round the back. Can't do it because Kilohertz has the car style steering at the front as well. So he can just cut the angles off where, wherever it wants to. Mm-hmm. And sort of sandwich it against Shunt in the end, which is great tactics on George's part. Yeah. What what I do, I mean I I like this fight because it's probably you know me I like fast paced action packed fights and not not to discredit any other fights so far but they've all been relatively slow paced compared to this one this was the first oh hello <laughs> the robots mm-hmm. have woken up although it did take kilohertz about ten minutes to get off the bloody starting gate but we'll 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 cross over <laughs> what were they doing there yeah. just, oh, no. I did like how chaos two just like it didn't even bother like attempting to touch them at the start like uh, yeah. do you want to do you want to move and then they just like oh yeah let's go yeah. Oh, it's not like there was interference problem. Well, I mean, there might have been, but the front wheels were moving. So yeah, no. something was getting there. Oh, it's hilarious. Very odd. It's hilarious. Yeah, very lucky to go through, especially considering Shunt actually managed to... It must have yeah. obviously, a lot of damage, but it must have taken something out of this canister because some CO2 came flying out of the back. Yeah, some some mm-hmm. kind of valve or something was probably hit. I don't 
um, know exactly what. I'm sure it'd be great to hear if you know one day if George would decide to let us know what happened in that fight. I'm sure it'd be very interesting to hear about it. Um, well, George, on first name basis, I was his gym instructor for many years. <laughs> you were gym instructor. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, poker. You know, <laughs> no, oh right, okay. I understand. I understand. Um, Kilohertz probably thought they had the fight won at this point. Um, you know, the Gask fly at the back of Chaos Two, and they're probably like, "Oh well, that's job done. Then Flipper's dead. Just keep hitting it." And then Chaos Two somehow snuck away, shunt stuck its axe into Kilohertz itself, which probably did a load of damage to Kilohertz in all fairness. And then over she goes. Yeah, I think it did because uh, the reason why Kilohertz couldn't self right, if I'm right in thinking, was that the um. Something and it broke, which meant that the axe couldn't retract. Yeah, because I think because Kilohertz in series four could self right. It could, mm-hmm. yes. And I, I'm Not fairly, right. su- I'm fairly sure this one probably could have done as well. Yeah, if if it's the same that if the yeah, if it was the same one that was over here in in BattleBots and competed over here, or at least similar, it had the capability that 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 axe is the the way I I see it and I've seen it work. It is, is it has that that piston out the front that's supposed to like push it back and retracted it. it it should have been able to do it i don't know i'll tell you what speaking of kilohertz in battle bots and self-writing it's fight against hexadecimator let's be honest now it's one of the best shots ever caught on film awesome awesome when it's it self writes as it lands on its wheels its axe comes down and hits the... <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's incredible and the axe flies yeah. off that was against mauler wasn't it was it against mauler? well yeah the axe going against mauler and just yeah went that's another great off. shot yeah another great shot yeah it's a shame, again. It's a shame that these two end up getting drew against each other in round one because the, you know Kilohertz could have had a, could have had a cracking run in this um, competition, and it, it's it's a shame to see such a high. In my opinion, you know, Anderson's not as big a fan of Kilohertz as well, I am, but like, I, I mean, yeah, you're 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 a yeah. fan of this. <laughs> this of course, is very well documented. <laughs> of course, I am. You know, it, it it could have gone. I think Kilohertz had had the potential to do very well in this competition as well. I, I, I do, I do like Kilohertz. I just think that it, it's. For some, for considering how often it didn't do well, it's a bit overhyped. But I Possibly. do, I, I do agree. In this competition, it would have done really well because let's be honest. Now, a lot of the competition. I mean, worse. to be fair, had it had it beaten Chaos Two, it would have had Razor, so that could have been pretty pretty sticky. But they actually had an anti-crusher device ready. They were gonna. They basically had these. They had they had massive polycarbonate panels that would have been too tall for Razor to get over. I'm sure they would have found a way. I'm sure they would have so, found oh, a way. Yeah the front or around the back or something but i'm just yeah. saying they, they did they did have they did think ahead for a razor and so everyone moaning about tornado they weren't the first to do it boys <laughs> uh last round one fight it didn't actually happen it was meant to be between um cerberus from cyprus uh, obviously the team are based in the uk but they they are of cypriot descent so i suppose it kind of makes sense and you know cerberus is a greek mythological dog so again Cool, cool. I'm, I'm down yeah. with that. Uh, against Mauler, uh, the BattleBots competitor Mauler, um, which it's a shame we didn't get to see it fight. However, having that thing in a Series 3 Robot Wars arena, I'm nope. pretty sure would have been a, a hell no. And I know Hypnodisc fought, and like you're comparing apples with oranges. Hypnodisc was the first spinner of any note, really, in the UK that got a chance to fight. The Mauler had a lot of experience and i think its weapon was heavier and span faster i yeah. also think it was very much a control issue as well yeah because they uh, people had the ability to just to slow the disc down i don't think mauler did did yeah, mauler has to drive it into something to slow down <laughs> yeah sometimes yeah, it, it's, it, or it's got so much inertia 
I know I remember that from uh, its fight against Nightmare in, in series one, season one of uh, geez, I'm turning into a Brit. Uh, <laughs> season one of uh, of BattleBots, it actually had to to drive into the spike strip to slow down at any any fa- quickly. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that's a that's a problem. And by the way, Robot Wars. What what the heck was that test area? <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Mesh metal. What is that? Uh, the testing zone. Uh, it's just we've just taken it out of the car park, lads. That's what we've done here. <laughs> I will I will say this about it as well because it's a shame because literally a series later they had the arena safe yeah. enough because yeah. the MTV pilot. Um, mm-hmm. One thing I will say as well is a shame is because I've done about you guys, but I honestly think Waller would have won this if they had been allowed to compete. Oh yeah, I think so too. Because um, Ray, Ray would have been able to do fuck all to it. So. Well, like, they might have they might have struggled maybe against against something like a beer moth or something. I don't know, but yeah. we'll, we'll never know. I can see it tearing beer moth scoop off, but that's just me. Yeah, yeah. assuming could... Moller got through, it would have fought Deator, uh, and that would have been weird. Um, so nah. we'll see <laughs> it, it, it's it's one of those what if moments i think it's a, i personally think it's a shame that they flew the mauler and shipped the mauler over to the uk just to say mm. nah sorry lads you're not, you're not fighting um That's awful. yeah all that taxpayer money yeah <laughs> thanks bbc <laughs> never mind never mind we'll, we'll move on we'll move on before we get into a political debate we don't want to do that here that's not what we're about um the quarterfinals uh, so Cerberus uh, beating the Mauler by default, going through to fight Deator. Two Heat finalists from Series 3, uh, and two mm-hmm. you know, very contrasting styles. I want to talk a little bit about Cerberus and just the way that it looks first, though. What an absolutely gorgeous robot this is. Like, for the time, yeah. and like, even now, it looks. I think it looks great, but for the time, it just, it just it's, you know, it's got, you know, shiny metallic covering, whether it's paint, I don't know, but it still looks fantastic. The head... And the spikes mm-hmm. and the tail—it just—it's it, a wonderful-looking thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you I mean, it's—it's—it's—it's it, it, it's, it's, it's pure aesthetics and also a little bit of function. Uh, but it—it's it, one of the prettier-looking designs, definitely out of Series Three. And I guess uh, later on, and I know uh, Anderson, you talked about this uh, in your in your video, uh, where uh, like yeah, Cerberus kind of as as series went on. I mean, it showed its age, but uh, I mean. It's it, for, for this series. I mean, this this is one of those robots where like you really you started to see like the evolution of like oh we could really make robots look pretty and not just like silver boxes and we can have weird shapes and organic looking machines. You know, like it, it, it was a it was a true testament of design and it's 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 a it's a it's just a a beautiful a beautiful looking robot. That's all there is to it. It's eight weeks to build this. I mean, considering some boxes took four months, I think that's pretty yeah. impressive. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and I think you know it's a testament that these two force each other. You know, you have the you know the super stylish Cerberus against the ridiculous fur covered Deator. <laughs> two very good personality filled robots for the time. Absolutely, um, and they actually put on a pretty decent fight. I mean, Deator again kind of controlled the fight throughout. It was just you know gently, you know, you can see it was building up to the big flip that was going to turn him over eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's more so, roll really than a flip, but yeah, but you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it, they still managed to do it, didn't they? And it, it wasn't full blown yeet, but it was more like a, a, a yeet. So, yeah, this was one of the very, very few times that um, Jonathan Pierce actually objected to the house robots coming out and attacking the robot. Hmm. I think the only other time was beat was beefcake, 
Because <laughs> so, he, he was like, no, someone should stop this. I'm like, what are you all about, Jamie? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like, you know, I like it, it, it does hurt me a little bit seeing Cerberus get torn up by that because it was just such a beautiful machine but you know th- th- you you enter the arena you you know what's coming and unfortunately for, for Cerberus it was a lot of punishment from Killalot in particular and gave him a good smack on the tail uh, uh, I liked, I did like Deertor's bald patch at the back uh, uh, and, and, he, and Jonathan Pierce having to clarify that he wasn't on about like I think there's a balding member of the Cerberus team in, in this uh, in the, that's in camera shot at the time and he's mentioned the, the fur covering balding at the back and he's like oh sorry that's Deator balding at the back it's <laughs> <laughs> like yep <laughs> smooth smooth Jonathan yeah. it's a good fight yeah. and you know it's, again service is another example of those that you know it, it's very zippy around the arena you know it's, it's you know yeah. it certainly shifts a bit and it, it's just a bit of a you know, bit of energy and it was a, a very good fight very good fight yeah and it, it's it's one of those there's a lot of moments in this fight that are memorable like there's there's the the one part where uh, where Sergeant Bash is actually going in on the upside down Cerberus and also has its turret 180 degrees to also get the <laughs> and Deator's <laughs> just like absolutely engulfed at this point like it's it's all over for them bless them victory in flame <laughs> bless oh God bless Deator just catching yeah. fire yeah um yeah that's Deator and, that, and that's Deator Deator through to the semi finals of the World Championship my God what is that that's that that that's that's a that's a very I, I think even Peter Redmond would say like even now like that's an of the time moment like wow I mean they only they, they can only beat the opponents that are in front of them and that's what they did sure. you know at the end of the day Cerberus you know fortunate as it may have been in series three were a heat finalist and the fact that they I, yes the fact that they managed to you know beat another heat finalist shows really Deator wasn't a bad machine not at all and we got to hear uh, Craig actually speak some Irish. <laughs> he he just loves oh, to drop, which is like something that's very very interesting about Craig Charles. I know I never knew that until very recently actually that he's half Irish. Yeah. He's a bright guy, man. Absolutely, absolutely. So the next fight, an all English affair between probably Ooh. the two most iconic machines from classic Robot Wars, other than maybe Hypno Disc as well in there. Mm-hmm. Chaos Two and Razor, <laughs> two absolute icons. I think is is it fair to say you know they've got three championships between them. In the yeah. main competition, they've won absolutely shed loads of fights. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a pair! To, to, you know, yeah. this is their only one-on-one meeting ever. In mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I was quite surprised they put them against each other this early. Mm. Like, if you're, if, I mean, if you're a producer with the powers to be, I wouldn't have done it. But then again, yeah. I, I mean, a lot of people argue that this tournament was sort of made for Razor to win. But the way I look at it is, if that was the case, why would they put it against the, the then reigning champion this early? Mm-hmm. I mean, I yeah. We, we, we're pretty certain this was filmed, you know, post series three. Yes, so they would have known that Chaos Two was the champion at this point. Why? So why would they put it against it that early? That's that's my argument. It's it is Just strange. To show but how like, dominant Razor is. Yeah, but again, <laughs> who can beat the best? Well, who, who else would you put it against? I mean, you know, the only yeah. alternative really is is probably Mortis or Beermoth, But we'll, we'll get to that a bit later. Um, in terms of the fight, Chaos Two starting pretty strongly, getting the flip up, obviously repairing the. Um, whatever problems they had with Shunt in the last fight with the CO2 canister, and then Razor just decides, no. I think another thing as well is, I think Chaos 2 is trying to get Razor out of the arena there, because I, I think he realizes, George, that that's probably the only way he's going to win this fight. Mm. Yeah. Um, which didn't quite happen. It was close. Mm. But, um, yeah. So, and then Razor just comes in and just, that was going to town on 
Chaos Two. Then it was. It was yeah. It's it's a great visual. Yeah. Great visual. I mean, even I, you know, like I said, I'm not the I'm not the biggest fan of Rays. I'm not the biggest fan of its fights. But even I have to admit that just seeing the CO2 pouring out of it as it gets bitten into. Yeah. Such a this shot. This is probably the fight where you got to look back and think, you know. It's so frustrating that Razor had so many teething problems in the UK series because what could they have done? And I, mean, I think I think probably at the time the team looked back at this as well. And you know, Chaos Two won the series back to back. You know, yeah. There's no, yeah. you know, and Razor, you know, struggled to get out of its heat for the for the first three series. I mean, yeah. the thing is, I'm kind of glad it did have those teething issues because being realistic here now, if it didn't, it probably would have won series. Two, three, four, five, and six. And let's be fair, now that would have yeah. gotten very team very yeah, quick. It would have done. <laughs> it would have done. You know, and I think you know, it does, it does make it more special when they do win it later on. You yeah, know, probably, yeah. probably even for the team as well. Yeah. I mean, it, it is yeah. one of those because it, it's it's the sort of thing. It's a bit like Tombstone, isn't it? It's like it's the favorite, but it winning as it, but it it's now an underdog, <laughs> despite the fact that it's one of the favorites to do really well. Yeah, seeing Razor finally win a heat, everyone was like, it's going to break down in a minute. Oh, it's actually made out of the heat. Oh, well, no matter. It'll break down in the next fight. What's that? It's won the series. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where was this three series ago, you idiot? Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you don't just, like, the first three series you enter, never make it out of your heat, and then make two straight finals. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know, uh, right? Hello? Iconic. And also, yeah, also, also, this started the trend of Chaos 2 just falling down the pit in specials. It just... <laughs> yes. In world championships as well, no being less. Competent, being competent in the main series and then just falling down the pit any other time. And, 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 with, it, and with it driving itself in and all as well. It was... yeah. I to say, this time backwards, the other time forwards. I have to say, it, it, you know, credit to George Francis again here, because like the fact that he was going at full speed and just nails it perfectly just to fall straight straight down. Like You didn't have to even like slow it down or anything. It's just like, oh, it's like gone. Like a billiard ball in a pocket. It was just like, ba-dong. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, this is probably one of my favorite fights of the whole um, special, to be honest with you. Like, Ray, Ray, this is this is a showcase of what Razor can do against. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, we we said you know maybe all talk was a bit of a gimme. The, the fact that it's it's a robot that suits it. This is not a gimme. No, <laughs> this is not Never. a gimme. That's what I was like. and, it, and it's a bit. I mean, I will admit, it's a bit harsh at what point where you see basically you know dead metal and Razor tag teaming it. You know. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It's 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 a shame. Apparently, as a wise man once said, some of us are gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't dead. It wasn't dead, so it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, as, Where was you know, the agreement? <laughs> it has to be said. You know, I you know, it, it was also quite surreal for me watching Chaos Two get battered so early on. It was just it's yeah. not quite. You know, it's, yeah, never quite. You know, sunk in. Just you know, this is the first loss it took, and you know. It, it really did get a pasting from Razor, mm-hmm. but um, but that was that was it. I'm actually just I'm actually just checking the uh, Robot Wars wiki. Apparently, Vinnie Blood said that they had just been crowned UK champion, so it was filmed after Series Three. So mm-hmm. there you go. So it, that, it probably just shows how impressive that fight was for Razor. Definitely. I mean, that's, and it's another. It's, it's it had to be nagging at them. You're like, man, we can beat the best robot here, but we can't get out of our heat. What is going on? Yeah. <laughs> no problem. A big blue pyramid. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I do, I do love me some pussycat, though. I will uh, say. Oh yeah, I, I'd love to t- t- cover that at some point. We'll, we'll get to that a bit later on. Our next fight in the quarterfinals is between two Robot Wars veterans, um, Mortis and Beermoth. Um, Mortis starting 
the faster. Obviously, it's very you know, Beemoth is a very sluggish machine. It, you know, it's got a lot of torque and good pushing power, but it's very slow. Mortis is very zippy. Hmm. Mortis coming in with that axe, and it actually did do some damage to Beemoth. It was it was a good chunk, and good you know, it gets embedded in there, and Beemoth then just picks it up and drags it to the pit. And it, the, the uh, uh, JP does bring um, a notion to it to the the bracing that it used the hammer initially to kind of steady itself. And then it's like, oh my God, yeah. that is so like chill. And just like the, the, the whole team, you know, Rob, um, Ben and Arthur just look so calm <laughs> throughout the whole thing. Um, but this is again, another showing of Beermoth just not giving a fuck. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> they just wanted this series one, didn't they? they? They wanted just to win a trophy at this point, I think. Never oh, you forget, they yeah. must want to go forget Rick and Ming 3 did. Yeah. Yeah. And Mortis, of course. Yeah, Mortis did, yeah. <laughs> um, there was a crack, you know, a short but sweet fight, you know, Mortis clearly demonstrated that the self fighting arm did work. Um, obviously, it, we didn't get to see that in Series 3 when it fought Gravedigger because I don't know if there was a problem with it or it just wasn't working in the fight against Gravedigger, but, you know, it was it was self fighting as Beermoth nudged it into the pit. Yeah. So. I think because. You, you, they, they had microphones in the booth for that one and you can actually hear Arthur Chilcott say, oh, that's it, we're out, before they've even been pushed in the pit. Yeah. And I think you can hear like Rob mumble something before, so I'm guessing he turned around and said the lifter's not working or something. Yeah. yeah. Everything went wrong for them in that fight. <laughs> yeah, it really, it really did. You know, it's, it's a shame because what could have been, again, what could have been with, with Mortis in Series 3, I think it could have had a yeah. very good series, but... Yeah, and well, even, I don't know. Even yeah. in this competition as well, again, another robot that I would have liked to have seen fight Razor is Mortis. I think could have done, yeah. could yes. have done quite well. It would have been interesting I think, to see. Even if it fought Razor and then Razor, well, who knows if it would have crushed through Mortis. I think it would have, though. But, uh, but it, was, it was Kevlar, and Kevlar is stab-proof, right? That's what stab-proof vests are made out yeah, of. That's the thing. It's like, it would have been interesting, but I think he still would have... I, I think they still would have flashed to Rob Knight and his constant masticating... And just not caring, even if there's holes driven in his robot or dents. <laughs> yeah, just like absolutely black face, like you know, they they obviously it's on fire. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it for done, boys. They they definitely <laughs> played the part of the the you know the the, the boo boys very well, didn't they? They, were, <laughs> they, they played it very well. As well, this is very tactical. Yeah, 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 yeah as well. Bill absolutely, you know, nailing the driving of this fight. Yeah, definitely. Scoop to just just pinch them down, just to stop them from righting themselves. Fantastic. You know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, the final quarterfinal match is between Weldor and 101. A similar robot for 101 to deal with, uh, considering its first fight with Panic Attack, and the forks getting in the tracks, and like, like yeah. that, you have no idea. Like looking at it, it just looks like the track's about to come off, and that genuinely could have happened. It could have just snapped off mm. like it was nothing. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it did a lot of damage to Weldor's um, fork in the end. It didn't quite go go to plan for. It was a bit too weedy to have you know, 100 kilos or 80-odd kilos just chilling on the the yeah. very, very tip of the, the fork, which is a shame for them. Mm-hmm. Of course, we can't, we can't not mention the, the devastation of Weldor's <laughs> hand. Yeah, that, that. I mean, who? This is, this, this is the axe of it. The, uh, the petal on the flower, I think, is how Jonathan <laughs> Pierce put it. Uh, oh. Do you know what? I, I, I will say, credit to them for not falling in the pit. That's They made a habit of that, that oh, series, yeah. didn't they? Well, yeah. Well, that was good. That was that was. It was literally like. I mean, how did one and one not get? Yeah. What was Mike doing? <laughs> what was he doing? 
that was this, this this is another fight that was almost over in less than 10 seconds if he just drove story eight a little more and it would have been done <laughs> mike, mike franklin's still fairly active in you know in the community today i want to know what happened like what was he doing just, just, yeah. just shove him in we want answers <laughs> i'm glad he didn't know because it was no, actually yeah. quite a good fight it was it was good yeah. there was a good back and forth i think one one throughout had the pushing power and the, the ability to win the fight i think it was well done unless it got what i wanted in the pit didn't really stand a chance but it was a good back and forth and you know the the, the petal on the fucking hammer <laughs> <laughs> it was great you know yeah. again, it was ineffective but you know it was great fun and it was it was a good fight between two very solid machines and you know Weldor is a unique robot in the fact that it fought both king b and 101 in the same series yeah it's crazy so how, how about that there you go yeah there you go and there it's it's nice to see that uh, that uh, Amy didn't want to sacrifice Super Buddy. After all, it was a campy moment, and then they he probably thought, mm, nah. <laughs> yeah, it's probably probably not wise. <laughs> this is children's television. You can't kill toys. <laughs> the fact, the fact that they, how nonchalant she was about it. Yeah. So your friend is. What are you going to do to it? It's going to die. Going <laughs> <laughs> to get cut in half by their axe. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> Ah, wonderful. It was just great. No, no change, just it's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> It'd be fun to talk to you. Like, what were you thinking in that moment? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, wonder if they, I do wonder if they look back at that and think, hmm, probably not my finest moment on, you know, <laughs> yeah. national, oh, national TV. I don't know. It's just a release. That's why that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, the first semi-final... Uh, poor Deator, looking absolutely trashed already before the fight's even begun, to be honest with you. There's not much fair. The rest of the world's last hope. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Because it's meant to have fur on it. It looks like it's got mange. <laughs> it just, it's, it's, it's got some serious disease, like, maybe like, I don't know, leprosy or something. I don't know. Some, some disease. <laughs> some disease, anyway. Um, and, and poor, poor Deator. I mean, Beermoth, uh, uh, you know, the pit's gone now. You know, so that's one thing. And credit to the Beermoth team for making a great show of this fight. And just yeah. rolling Deator around like it was nothing. And it was cracking. And it was good entertainment. And a, a decent fight. It wasn't a fight, but a decent fight. Mm-hmm. You see, that's the thing, though. But the whole way through, this Beermoth were like, I don't give a shit, you're, you're, you're out. And now, then all of a sudden, yeah, let's just roll them around a bit. Let's just have a bit of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I think probably because they, they knew they had the fight won. Yeah, growing confidence. Oh, Come on. Well, <laughs> you never like you never know. You never know. Um, to be fair, they're fighting CV squid them over in the uh, universe special, so hindsight is a blessful thing, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Um, you know, Deator never really stood a chance. At, at this point, it, it, it beat you know met a class of machine that was above it. You know, I, I you know Beermoth at this stage probably wasn't the most competitive machine it was it was very good but it wasn't the most competitive but like it was just a level above what deer talk yeah. could offer and, yeah. it, and it shows back in the day where like this is a bayamoth that i mean it never made a, it, it never really made anything happen outside the heat uh outside of series two and it's another one of those robots where like given a better draw and i that's the worst thing to say but given a better run through a series, had had it actually gone through and uh, been reliable and and not died, it, who knows how much more pedigree it would have? How, like how many more how many more semifinals it would have made before the re- like say the reboot didn't happen? You know, I think that really uh, kind of links into their 
to their lineage now where like, the, oh, they made a grand final finally, you know, it was, yep. that was a huge moment, you know, especially after what had happened in series nine. Yes. Uh, but so yeah. it's, 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 it's another one of those robots where you, you, you look back and say, there's a lot of what if. Uh, so it was cool to see it really dominate everything it came across all the way to the final, you know, it's it, 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 having not seen this until after I'd already seen series four. Uh, so it's, it, it's definitely, uh, uh, nice, nice to see uh, even early Bayamoth be really competent and really show that it can throw anything around it. Just given, just given the chance to, you know, it showed what it could have done. Yeah, you know, like had things been slightly differently, but you know, it, 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 they gave a very good account of themselves in this competition, and I think uh, well, we'll get to the final a bit later on, which is a spectacular fight in itself. But um, yeah, they, they, they cruised through this competition, and you know, it showed just how good Bayamoth this version of Beamoth for the time was as well. So I think that's uh, incredibly important. Mm-hmm. Um, the other semi-final was an all-English affair between Razor and 101. Um, don't hurt me, Razor. I mean, Razor hurt <laughs> no. 101 in this fight. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, the fact that 101 went five minutes with Razor just going through the top, through the top, through the top, like it was nothing, for five mm-hmm. minutes straight, and it still worked. Nothing short of impressive. It is incredible engineering. The fact that, you know, the fact that it went through, it got battery acid on it. It went through a battery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kept going. It just, it's like the Black Python. Tis but a scratch. Genuinely, yeah. genuinely. Like, 101 in this, like, you know, I remember back in the day when he did his Series 3 reviews, Mr. Psycho uh, said it had a, a weaponized curse. I think its curse was just the fact that it just didn't die. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, this is probably one of the a, a bit of a weak fight to be honest, throughout, just because it was so one-sided and nothing. I mean, as much as you can, don't get me wrong. Credit the one-on-one; it kept working, but it didn't really give Razor much of a fight. Yeah. Well, what, this is what, your what stereotypical Razor fight, you know, yeah. where they kind of get in, get out, they crush, they get out. I I wonder. See, that's the thing where you, if you're one-on-one, where do you run in an arena like this? Do you run toward the house robot like Mike Franklin did and just just pray? That somehow dead metal just decides to not pick on you and pick on Razor instead. Uh, that seems like what they were doing. It seems like they were constantly running toward the house robots to like they'll, they'll do something because that little poking stick on the front of one hundred and one was not going to do anything to Razor. Yeah, it's, I, 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 I don't know if you um, you've seen Steve the um, the rebuild that Mike sort of ten point one. Yeah, with the, with the little axe that was quite cool. I think you know maybe something like that, but again, you know, trying to factor in. The technology at the time and weight limits and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. one thing that is worth noting obviously just as in series three the pit was covered up from yes. round two onwards um it was also covered up in the semi-finals onwards there's no no pit for the last two fights do you reckon that could have do you reckon 101 could have done something had there been a pit available to them or do you think it was just a case of i don't think they would have had enough purchase on the web no, not me. I, I think I, it depends if they could keep both tracks on the floor and have the, the drive power, but it, very difficult. Yeah. It, it's the shape of 101 that kind of lets it down here when fighting against something like like Razor with a nice sloped front at the front. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it, it just wasn't it wasn't the right fight for them. That's kind of sad for that design because it's a really dogged and determined. And it did and it, and it, it even though it was being pulled apart like a tin can, it still didn't die. So there's a lot of competent competent engineering there and design. But it just wasn't the right fight for it. And I, 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 I think if you, even if you played this fight 
a bunch of times in a row. Like if they if they were given time to repair and try again, I just don't think no matter what you do, it's not. It, I don't. I don't. I don't. I didn't see a way to winning for them. I think it was just it was too much razor, too much all the time. So yeah, I think it didn't help as well that the fact that much like all talk, it's a flat surface for razor to get a yes. hold of. I think that yes. didn't help it. And that's the thing where you can actually look back at Razor's fight against Agrobot. Angled side really benefits uh, fighting against something like Razor, where you actually have something that'll actually graze off of, like, cause the weapon to graze off the side rather than punch straight through. So, yep. yeah. Yep, absolutely. Which moves us on to the world final, which is Razor and Beermoth. And what a fight. First of oh, all, what a great fight. Brilliant. Um, this is. This is one of the very few occasions where the final of a tournament was the best fight, in my opinion. Yep. Um, I think there's, I mean, there's certainly a few in, in history, which I think does oh, yeah, live yeah, up to the billing. Time, I'm just saying it's one of the few. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this, this is definitely like, for, for my two cents, you know, as much as the end of series three was very cool, you know, the, the grand final did kind of let it down a little bit. Yes. Not so here. This is absolutely a phenomenal fight between two very good machines that got to prove their worth in this competition mm-hmm. um where do we start i mean Beermoth starting off so well so strong so strong that they, they um they got razor over they kept it pressed down i'll give razor credit for thinking outside the box and retracting the beak over so it would roll over because they knew Beermoth was pushing it so they could get back mm-hmm. over but it wasn't enough you know obviously Beermoth came back and just turned them over again mm-hmm. it was just the per the first minute or so a minute or two maybe i don't know beermoth had this fight absolutely like it was a perfect a perfect drive it was so mm-hmm. good and it looked like it was all going their way uh obviously you know razor kept couldn't get over because beermoth kept the pressure on throughout yeah um where do you guys stand on dead metal freeing them from the flame pit Oh, I don't like it. Oh, I don't know, man. It's it's because mm. it, it, constantly throughout this fight, you can see I'm watching it back now, so I can actually have a fresh take of it. Because I've watched this a bunch of times in my in my lifetime. I've 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 come back back to this fight and watched it and say, oh, you know, Razor's wings. Uh, well, the thing is, Robot Wars it had a wood floor. It did so. Yeah, so every time they're trying to use their self-writing wings, you can see that the corners of these wings are digging a little bit into the floor, and it's just not letting it roll over the way it's supposed to, uh, as if it would just glide and fall back over. I almost wondered if those wings were a little rounded on the edges, if that wouldn't have been such a problem. But yeah, it gets stuck on the flame pit, and that's curtains. Honestly, they, they, in my they, they, so the, the thing the thing was for those that don't know who haven't seen the fight, go watch it. It's a cracker. Um, yeah. So Razor is on its side and trying to use its self-writing arms to get back on its wheels. No problem. The problem is the tip which makes contact to the floor is snagged inside one of the tiny little grill holes of the flame pit. Mm-hmm. So it can't quite... It, the, the center of balance is just so where it will stay on its side, but it won't roll back over. Yep. And it's just so close. It just doesn't quite go over. So Dead Metal knocks it off the flame pit. Bimoth then puts mm-hmm. it back on again because I think... I don't know if Beermoth think at this point they can't self-write or they're stuck in the flame pit. Let's put them back on it and let's see if they break yeah. down. Hmm. It's, it's, I, I am. Here's the thing. The fight changes completely after that point. Yeah. It's, 100% it's, it's, 180. It's entirely in the other robot's hands. It it's is. It's a fight of halves. Definitely. It really is. It really is. And, you know, as much as, you know, you could say 
what you like about the the incident itself. I I personally am happy that Dem had a lot of stuff. I think it would have been extremely mm. harsh to because Razor in you know every other part of the arena would self right. It's just on that specific yeah. bit it can't do it because of the what. Well, you, you can make a yeah. You can make a BattleBots parallel where like if something gets stuck in the screws, should they get in and try to un well, unhinge at it? See, at this is, at this least is they, different. With the screws, they they try and spin the screws back. They at least try to get them out, right? Right. Yeah. And this is the whole thing with Robot Wars being a a, a a TV show as opposed to a competition, where they're trying to make the best product possible, and yeah. they're not just going to let their 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 most I, one of the most iconic robots just die because of something that was. Not their because fault. It's of, not their of, fault. Be, yeah, because of a grate that was chosen for the flame pit that just so happened to cause an issue for that particular robot. See, I, I don't my, know. My look on it is the hazards are there to hinder a robot. That's what I think. That, that That's my opinion. If the flame pit is technically hindering Razor, which it was, it's doing its job. As far as I'm concerned, that counts as an immobilization and it should not have yeah. been freed. Yeah, personally, that's yeah. my two cents. It, it is, it yeah. is. You know, I'm sure there'll be a lot of comments saying one way or the other, but it, you know, I can yeah. see, I can understand exactly why the production team, you know, decided let's send their metal in there and and clean Razor out and give them a chance at least. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, um, I can understand why they did it. I just don't. Sorry, I just don't. Yeah. It, it is. It is. What, you know, let's uh, let's be real here. Yeah. It's, this happened 20 years ago. <laughs> no, I know. Obviously, <laughs> so much has changed since then. Not And my problem is. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, <laughs> I, will, I will say, um, as you quite both quite rightly say, after this point in the fight, Razor is just absolutely on it because I think they realize, yeah. okay, we're gonna lose this, so yeah. let's go absolutely bananas. And they just outdrive Behemoth in every department, they're just circling them, but Behemoth can't keep up. Um, it's just absolute demolition. You do, and you see, Behemoth is getting pulled apart slowly but surely yeah. it's incredible it is incredible driving from razor yeah. it's a really major hole on one side and it's like a smaller one on the other side but the other side they they crumpled the lifter arm they did they just pulled it off it's just like it's not even there it's amazing so they didn't damage to the scoop they didn't no. and of course it's one of the most controversial decisions of all time didn't it let's be honest well, it let's was... be real now it, it's considered one of the most controversial it's a it's a two to one Mm -hmm. Um, so that's something at least. Um, and at the end of the day, I think Beamoth did end up end up getting a trophy out of it as well. <laughs> they, they, hey. they, they got a runners up trophy. Why not? Um, which is that's quite hard. Oh, come on, that's that's the fat kid at the, the, the school sports day award. That doesn't count. Come on. <laughs> I, I think I got, I got, that, by that account, I was the best kid at my school sports day because I got tons of fucking runner up awards. <laughs> um, uh, being a hundred percent honest. I just want to discuss the decision quickly because yeah. I know sure. what you think I'm going to say here. You know, I know what you think I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> now, I was actually discussing this from the SC earlier. Go watch that podcast; it's amazing. Cheeky free plug yeah. for them. Mm -hmm. I we were discussing it earlier, and I did say to him, I I personally don't agree with the decision, mm -hmm. but looking at it as way the way the judges had you know what the way the criteria was back then i can't really argue against them picking razor if this was on fight court which would be, it'd be a great fight court fight to have by the way um Definitely. mike if you're listening um bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> he has brought it back they brought it back not long ago yeah um, we'll bring in we'll, another fight court live of this one would be super interesting absolutely um so in terms of the judging criteria Damage carries the most weight in Robot Wars. Yeah. It, it, it was yes. it had a four times multiplier. Beamoth did no damage to Razor. No. Nope. 
Razor did no. damage to Behemoth. Razor should should win the fight by mm. by definition. Um, it was so close, and like you know, I think I you can, with this it was such a good fight. Either way, if I had got either mm-hmm. way as a neutral, yeah. I'd be happy. Yeah, we got really good entertainment out of it. If if nothing else, obviously, and of course, yeah, this fight's twenty years old. We could talk about it till we're blue in the face. But yeah. uh, it was, we still it, got a really good fight out of it. It was dramatic. It had a lot of good moments in it. You know, Razor, you know, popping about on the floor spike. <laughs> it was, you know... It was just... everything you'd want in a final. It was close. Both robots gave it their best. And it was a clean fight. That's all you can ask for. Yeah, it was so close as well. And, you know, the fact that it went, it was, it went down to the wire and it could have gone either way, I think just makes it yeah. just that much more better. Yeah. Um, so, as a whole, then, the Robot Wars, the first World Championship. What do we think? Steve, hmm. you, you, made, you made a noise first. Yeah, so, I mean, the thing is, I had seen the International League before this. So, I, uh, as, as a Series 3 special goes, I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, there, I mean, you can say the first round fights, there were some that were kind of, eh. But as as it went on, you got a lot more. I, I, like as you whittled the robots down that were really competent and actually could really hold their own weight, uh, you got a, ro- a lot of really nice fights out of out of out of machines. Like for example, you got a good fight out of Kilohertz. You got a good fight out of uh, uh, shoot. Um, you got a lot of good fights out of 101. Uh, you got a lot of good fights out of robots that like you normally wouldn't. Bamoth, obviously. Uh, you got a lot of good fights out of robots that really just got a, a, a that got kind of had a short stick in uh, in series three. So they a lot of robots got a, lot, a good chance to to kind of reshow uh, what what they could have done and what they're looking forward to in the future. You know, like how, how they're going to grow toward the future uh, when they come back for series four. Uh, and I, I I do like the uh, the uh, presentation at the end with Mark Thorpe, uh, the, the the grandfather of the sport, oh, yeah. uh, who is 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 uh, I don't know if any people are aware he's he's fighting. Uh, what is it? Um, he's he's got some sort of cancer yeah, or something some, like some, going kind of, on. some kind of illness. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember. Yeah, the head. yeah, no, I know. I could look it up. Uh, but he, he's at, 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 like without him, this sport this sport doesn't exist. So that was a really nice touch at the end. However, I've totally seen that before because they use the same exact. Clip <laughs> I know they use the same clip. I'm like, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I, I mean, I really enjoy this episode. I mean, I could I can come back to it and still enjoy it. I, when I watched it before we. Uh, before we ran through it and just watching it through again while we're remembering the fights again, I, I still enjoy it. I mean, there's a lot going on that maybe like, yeah, there was a lot of fights that were quick, but overall, I, I, I wouldn't give it like a score cause I don't really give scores, but uh, I, as a whole for the, the time before we had the, the uh, big arena redesign, I think this was a nice send off for series three, if nothing else. Um, cause it, it, it was just, it was just nice. It's just nice. Yeah. Anderson, this is what I've told us to solve this Sam earlier on. This is one that I constantly change my mind on because it's just one time I think it's amazing, and other times I don't yeah. think it's very. Good. And the reason why I think that is simply this: as a tournament, it's very good because you've got some yeah. good battles, some good robots in there, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. As a world championship, it really does not hit the mark at all because let's be honest now: all the actual true international competitors is all lost in round one. And every single robot that represented a country other than the UK, that one was the ones that was closest to the UK. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it did become an all-English affair pretty quick. It, as the World Championship, I personally, 
I think personally that they were a bit too bold with this one. They good idea. I think they did it a bit too early. If they'd left it a year, maybe two years, it, they could have done a better job of it. Because the sport was still growing around the world. Yeah, yeah, it was still new. It was still new, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. There, was, there, was, there was too many, just too many robots, in my opinion. If they if they had made it between eight robots, it would have been fine. But, yeah. but that being said, as far as a tournament is, it's still very enjoyable. Like especially round you know, round two on, you got some good fights. Like Steve said, you get to see a lot more of some robots that you didn't normally get to see because they fell out early due to bad luck, like Bearmoth and Razor. Uh, you got and, and Deator as well. You got to see some interesting new uh, machines from. Other, like other countries, like for example, Deposaurus Rex, I do think that that was a very good machine for a first build from Belgium, and again, very original considering it's the first one. Mm-hmm. So it, it is, it's one of those, yeah, as a world championship, it doesn't quite the mark, but as an actual tournament, it's very entertaining. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, I think it's a case of it's, it's a nice little, you know, it's a, it's a good showcase of what some of the machines could do obviously you know we saw how good chaos 2 did in series 3 and you know a lot of the machines in this you know representing the uk didn't make it out of the heats i think chaos 2 is the only one yeah so it was good to see you know all these machines get another chance and another chance to show off what they could do i mean particularly razor and beamoth they were so dominant and obviously you know they got rewarded with high rankings in the next series which everyone was kind of like why are they so high um go and check out uh, planting the seeds series 4 um, whenever that's out, um, but for me, you know, for me, it's just a, a re- it's a good spectacle. There's some great fights in there. There's some, yeah, there's a few that you know, I mean, Terra Australis and Mortis. I'm looking at you. Every tournament's going to have a few stinkers, and yes, this was definitely Australia's yeah. dark. <laughs> yeah, like, it's better, boys. It gets better. Trust yeah. me, you have a yeah. you'll have a robot that almost goes undefeated in BattleBots. Wow, <laughs> the Aussies are certainly right up there now. But like, yeah, they, they, they use dirty underhand tactics to defeat Minotaur, though. Uh, I think we can, uh, <laughs> I don't think uh, so. Def- definitely not. But yeah, for, for me, this this is a, it's a good fun episode, um, and I I really enjoy it. It's, it's, it, it great memories. Um, I don't have the VHS tape anymore, sadly, but it's it's great memories, and you know I thoroughly enjoy it. And I do. Oh, good for you. Um, it doesn't work. <laughs> well, you have, uh, I'm surprised you have the technology to still use it. To be honest well, with you, I do, I here we go. I've still got an old VHS player. Oh, wow. I still yeah, we got. We have it. We have a judge's decision here for this episode. Two to one. Two to one. Yeah, there you go. Um, anyway, we um, obviously don't have a next episode to review, but that is where you, the listeners, commenters, and whatever else, come in. Um, we've obviously thought. And um, you know we're obviously longing and you know hoping that Battlebot season five for Discovery can come soon. However, with the current world situation, I don't think that's going to be happening for a good while yet. Um, so I want to know what what do you guys want us to talk about? Which episode do you want us to talk about next? Um, there's thousands, hundreds, literally hundreds of episodes for you to, for us to discuss. Um, probably I'd say focus more on the classics because we've done all the modern stuff. Um, to be honest, so that's probably one thing to talk about. But if anyone, re- if anyone requests uh, Heat Series Three, they're going to be murdered. No, we're gonna, <laughs> no, we'll do it. We'll do it if they ask it. Um, yeah. Basically, yeah. what, what I, the you know probably the easiest way to do it is I know there are those out there who prefer to listen to us as just audio only. Some of us who prefer to watch us on YouTube, leave a YouTube comment, like like the ones that you fancy listening to. You know, try and get a bit of a gauge of you know. Let's see what people want us to talk about. You know, we're we're, we're 
you know, we're pretty easy at the moment. Yeah. So anybody that gets this far into the episode, the, you're the true watcher. So really, let us know. Yeah, let us what know. You want to talk yeah, about. yeah. We, 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 we'll do anything. We'll do any episode. Let's just 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 um, let us know what you think, and we'll we'll crack on with it. It might be a bit more laid back, a bit more fun. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, hope you. Hope you've enjoyed us returning to podcasting goodness. I know I have. This has been a great, a great laugh to talk about. Yeah, yeah, I've been looking forward to this for a while. Yeah. Anyway, you guys, know, I was getting to the point where I was almost missing you. <laughs> That's <laughs> definitely not true. Definitely not true at all. <laughs> um, with that said, though, I've been Sam Elliott sixty-four. I've been the Wars Guru, and I've been Steve, the American Killjoy, and. Uh, the three of us will see you next time for whatever episodes you fancy us talking about next. We'll see you then.